Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. podcast welcome back to unwinding how are we doing how's life how's your week how are you feeling how's your heart tell me everything i'm doing okay today we're gonna catch up a little bit because last week we just kind of jumped into it do you hear that that was my elbow um anyway it's tuesday oh my god it's august happy august rabbit 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 did anybody else ever be instructed to say that so I had this teacher what grade was it I don't know it's like third grade or something and every time it was the first day of a new month he told us we had to say rabbit 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 it was apparently good luck so I'm at my big age at my big old age of 30 and I still do it every first of the month I say rabbit 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 I need to remember what teacher it was though no idea okay hello how are we doing um let me catch you up so my mom Came to Miami, which has been so nice. I missed her so much. I can't wait to... I think I want to do an episode with her. But we got to like lighten it, lighten it up because we always get so, you know, so deep in our episodes, which is fine and which is nice. But I want to do something fun. Maybe we'll do like a truth or drink with Maria. How fun would that be? I think I want to do that this weekend. Um, so today I was at the passport agency all day getting my passport renewed. And thank God I did get it renewed. And I'm upset because I, you know, I went to take my pictures yesterday at Walgreens, which like shout out Walgreens. I don't know if this is nationwide, Um, but basically you can take your passport pictures in like 10 minutes. It was so easy. I could not believe how efficient it was. And you know me, this Capricorn bitch loves efficiency. Anyway, I like got ready. I I got dolled up. I didn't even feel that good yesterday that well. I didn't feel that well yesterday, but I was like, I got to slay these pictures because I'm going to be staring at them for the next, I don't know, 10 years, right? I don't know. And so I did. And even though there was nobody else waiting to take the photos, she was like, okay, is that good? And I was like, you know, I think I could do better, but I didn't want to. She was like, you look great. This is perfect. And I don't know. I just, I hate to bother people, you know? So I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. She's like, you can't even see it. They, They make it so blurry anyway and I was like yeah yeah you're right that's fine well let me tell you something they did not make it blurry they actually enlarged the photo okay and homegirl did something to my hair in the picture like I saw her airbrushing like the sides of the photo to make it hella white in the background and I was like oh my god she gave me like more of a bump on one side than the other listen this is the biggest 
first world problem in the fucking world is that I don't like my passport picture, but I really wanted to like it, you know, and I don't, but that's okay because you know what? I have a passport and it's no longer expired and I am now able to leave the country. So, you know, that's, I'm happy for myself. Okay. What else can I tell you? Um, I've been watching, I've been reading a lot. Okay. I've been reading a lot of fiction, which is so unlike me because I only like to read self-help or businessy type books. Again, my Capricorn is showing, but it's genuinely what I enjoy. And lately I've been like, you know what? I need to decompress at night and I've been getting into fiction. I read It Starts With Us and It Ends With Us. I think it's backwards. I think it ends with us as first and then it's, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the Colleen Hoover like little series. It has me in a fucking chokehold. Okay, let me just tell you. Atlas kind of love or I don't want it. Okay, thank you. That's it. Um, but actually, if you have more books like that that make me just want to rip my heart out, please send them my way, okay? I have two on my list that I think are going to be up next. I think Malibu Rising, somebody told me was really good. And then Reminders of Him, also by Colleen Hoover. And then there's one more by Lucy something. I don't know. I'll keep you posted. But send me any romance fiction books. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But you know what? I'm like living for it. It's so fun. I haven't been watching that much TikTok lately and it's because I've been reading. Isn't that crazy? I also caught up with Kardashians yesterday and I caught up with Summer I Turned Pretty. Listen, I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm going to be a hater, okay? Belly's pissing me the fuck off this season and I know she's just fulfilling a role. So it's not it's not against the actress. It's just the character is pissing me off. She already pissed me off last season. Like She's just fucking annoying. Like I don't know why. She just is. You know what I mean? But I also read somewhere once that like if a character is pissing you off, they're doing their job, you know? But here's the thing. I think that's more with like villains. I don't think Belly's supposed to be a villain, but she's a villain to me. Let these boys live, bitch. They are mourning. They are literally grieving the loss of their mother and she's homie hopping, pussy popping on both of these guys. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to pick one, okay? I know they're both cute, but like pick one and fucking relax. And I thought the last two episodes were lame. Like just, we do we really need two episodes of them at the what, like festival, carnival, whatever? I mean, I understand why because, uh, spoiler, the house was emptied. So like, I understand, but I don't know. I just feel like this season isn't doing it for me. It's just not. But am I still going to watch? Absolutely. I also started Hijack. Coco told me to watch it and it's so good. It's on Apple TV. It's with this guy. What's his name? I'm forgetting his name and he is a king. Oh, it's going to annoy me. Anyway, great show. Oh my God. And the last thing I want to tell you before we get into it is I went to watch. I went to watch. I went to go see the sound. It's not the sound. It's Sound of Freedom, the movie called Sound of Freedom. I went to watch it this weekend. First of all, it's a must watch okay it just is it's a very hard watch i can't remember the last time i cried so much during a movie i was sobbing the entire time it really is difficult to watch but it's an incredible an incredible i don't even know what to call it it's it's based on a true story and it's based on unfortunately the world we live in i'm not gonna like get into this but i just think it was so powerful and i just i'm telling everybody that i know to go watch it they don't have you know, at the end of the movie, the main actor, what's his name? Jim something. 
I forget his last name, but I need to put respect on his name because he is an incredible actor. He has a little message for the viewer and he says, you know, they don't have this huge marketing budget to promote this movie and their marketing budget is us, is the viewer, right? So yeah, I just highly recommend you watching it and um, yeah, that's it. That's really, those are my updates for you. My desk is coming this weekend, so I can finally start getting the office together. My coffee table is here, but I need help building it. So desk and coffee table this weekend. I'm really fucking pumped about that, okay? I think that's it. So let's get into this. As you can tell by the title, we're doing a solicited advice episode. I want to make sure I sprinkle these in all the time because they're so fun, and I also just... I don't want this to only be about myself and my life. I want to talk about what you guys are going through. And honestly, I could fucking relate to almost every one of these questions. And I'm sure we can all find similarities in what we're all going through, right? So I think it's helpful just in general. So let's get into this. I'm going to try to get to five of these. And I did ask for more details with almost all of them. I think what I want to do next time is ask you guys to send me emails just because the one sentence, you know, box allowance on Instagram is just not enough for the context that I need in order for this to actually be helpful. There's only so much I can do with like one sentence and it's not your fault or mine. It's just like, you know, it's easier to do it on Instagram, but I think for next time, I'm going to ask you to send it to me in an email because that way we can like really get into it. So what I did this time was I went back and I chose the five that I was going to answer in this week's episode and I asked for more details because I think it just having more context is always helpful and I want to be as helpful as possible. And I feel like having more of an idea of what you're going through is, you know, good for me. Also, if you don't like my advice, literally doesn't matter don't take it okay don't take it this is my my personal opinion you don't have to do what i say i think i give really good advice if only i was as good as taking if only i was good at taking my own advice then you know then that would be another story okay let's get into this so we're gonna start with a boy one okay we're gonna start with a dating one so she said boy i've been so this is the initial submission The boy I've been dating for two months is quote-unquote scared, but doesn't want to end things. I feel so thrown. So then I went back and I was like, all right, give me more. What's going on here? Okay. So she let me know that he is, he's a slow burner. He was not prepared to be feeling this way. They are both in, they both didn't expect to be feeling this way about each other. You know, he just moved to this city that they live in. He wasn't prepared to meet somebody but they've had back-to-back dates. He's been initiating a lot of them, but he did vocalize that this is moving faster than anticipated and it scared him. And she let me know he was a little bit on the shyer side. And so she told him like, all right, take all the space that you need, take some time, think about it and get back to me. But like the queen she is, she also let me know, I'm not gonna wait around for somebody. I think there's a difference between being unsure and knowing there's space for growth, like that's one thing. But then there's also being unsure and being scared to just break it off. That's another. So she was like, I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to give him space because I do like him, but I'm also not going to wait around. And then the last update was he called her saying he doesn't want to lose her. He wants to keep seeing each other and just to move slowly. Okay, because he came from like, 
just more of a complicated relationship and this is all new to him here's my advice and when i sit and think about these questions i always tell you this i genuinely ask myself if this were one of my best friends what would i say okay so that is that is what i try to like put into my brain to this situation i would say you know she did give me more context and she did tell me she does want to keep seeing him i would say that's fine be open stay open it's very early on and i would say like keep seeing him if you do want to see him and if you do like him which she does and keep taking it one day at a time but i would honestly proceed with caution a bit which is just like not what i want to say to you i don't want you to proceed with caution you know that's something i've realized in my last couple situationships or whatever the fuck we want to call them like i've had to proceed with caution and I just don't want to do that. Like, even you know what? When I think about it, I think in the last two years, every man I've dated with a bit more intention, which hasn't been a lot, but like, you know, a few, I've had to proceed with caution with all of them. If we take it back, Mr. Gray, divorced, or so I thought, lol, he was married, divorced, long distance, a father, very different religion, you know, like I was not proceeding with caution. I was literally walking on eggshells, okay? Maybe these things would not make somebody else proceed with caution, but for me and the situation I'm in and the age that I was in, for me, it was a lot. You know what I mean? Who was next? Um, who was next? Next, I think it was somebody from my past for a split second. He came off the bench real quick. We sat him back real quick, though. Actually, he got, he got ejected. We pulled a Draymond Green on him, okay, out of my life, but... He came into my life for a second. I don't trust him at all. So I was proceeding, proceeding with caution. Came after that. Then I think we had, I think a Miami man actually, but there was, there was a little overlap with him and then somebody else. <laughs> and then the last guy that I dated that I talked about in last week's episode. And so the Miami man, I knew he didn't want anything serious. So I kind of, I was proceeding with caution so much so that I lost interest. And then the other one, I didn't really care about him that much like too much you know what i mean um and then the last one i was proceeding with caution because of the distance and because i knew we both liked our designated cities a little too much and anyway this is i'm sorry i'm not trying to make it about myself but i'm just saying i don't want to fucking proceed with caution i don't want to do that next time i really don't i'm tired of always being cautious or going into things conditionally and i don't want that for you either I want to just proceed happily okay maybe probably anxiously because i am who i am at the end of the day and because dating is like scary at the beginning it's okay but i'm personally done proceeding with caution i don't want to do that so maybe my answer today would be different to the situation than it would have a little bit ago but in my opinion i don't know man it just should not be that hard it really shouldn't i really firmly fucking believe that it shouldn't be that hard you shouldn't have to proceed with caution so early on you know i think when someone is meant for you in a moment of your life shit's gonna work out you know so for this i guess just to wrap it up i would say it's early stages so be open but like don't hone in on him see other people if you can i know that's easier said than done because finding one person we like is actually challenging so finding more than that is you know a hard task but you never know it's more so just it's not even about 
it's not about having a roster i've really changed my mind about that um we can talk about that at a later date actually because i still do like the concept but i feel differently about it that would be a good episode okay so it's not about talking to other people going on dates with other people pushing yourself to go on dates with other people just so you're distracted no I just want you to stay open. Like, don't close yourself off is basically what I'm saying. It's early. I do appreciate his honesty and his communication. But if somebody has to take time so early on to be like, oh, like, let me see what I want to do. It's giving me, I don't know if I would say red flags, but like certainly not green. You know what I mean? It's certainly not green. So that's kind of what I would say. And just a disclaimer, situations are so complicated and they can change in a second you know so just proceed with caution protect your heart a little bit have fun when you see him be yourself when you see him because if it's meant to work out it fucking will but i would say if he needs one more of these like let me think about it it's it's a hell no for me you know we don't we're not waiting around to decide if somebody wants to proceed with us or not if they have to think about it like we've all heard that quote right if you have to think about it so much what's the quote i don't know if you can't decide the answer is probably no and sometimes it sucks to hear that but you deserve somebody who is an overwhelming yes not a let me think about it you know like when someone isn't sure about you i want you to be literally delusionally confused like what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, I'm fabulous. Goodbye. The fact that you can't see that is truly appalling and confusing and honestly so unattractive. You know what I'm saying? Number two. All right, so this one is a little... We haven't talked about this yet, I think, on the podcast. So this one says, Friend turned boss, got me the job, but has since been bad friend and bad boss. So you know I had to ask for more tea on this one, okay? So they gave me more info. Basically, what we know is... This person and the friend grew close in the last recent years. I'm trying to not give like too many details because I didn't ask if I could, so I'd rather just not. This person needed a job coming out of like a complicated work environment and was offered to work on their friend's team, right? And what she told me was that the friend could not separate professional slash personal and it just became just not okay um, like the the dynamic did not become it just wasn't serving her anymore she says she vocalized her interest to switch departments but did not receive support professionally or personally and she said as far as their communication now they do still speak daily as that was something that was normal to them but you know it's gone from deep deep conversations and phone calls and hangouts to something that is very surface level she did tell me that the friend has tried to talk and tried to meet up but like won't address the elephant in the room and that she's tried to make it very clear like hey you know there's something that's bothering me um but the friend like won't really acknowledge it kind of thing so this is so tough because i think mixing business with pleasure it can you know it does work for some people but it really can not work for a lot of people and it has the potential to come with a risk it honestly should come with a warning sign mixing business and pleasure should come with a warning sign and i think it does i think we hear that all the time right but i do think it works for a lot of people so i asked for more details because i wanted to know if they've since chatted or had a conversation about the shift in relationship and so obviously that conversation has not happened and it's been like eight months since the 
friendship has severely changed, which to me is insane because to me, I think, you know, if you are very close with someone and you value them and there's a shift, waiting eight months to deal with it or acknowledge it is, that's a lot. And it is kind of telling, you know what I mean? And I'm also confused about her being a bad friend and a bad boss. Like, I'm sorry, kind of like belly. I'm gonna need you to pick one. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously what has to happen. I mean, actually, I don't even think it's obvious anymore. I think we, her and I went back and forth a little bit and she told me that she's just lost interest at this point to even have these like surface level conversations, have these surface surface level hangouts. And I totally get that because once somebody shows you almost like who they are or shows you a different side of them that you didn't know they had or just treats you in a different way, I personally, it's very hard for me to go back. Once I feel slighted, once I feel disrespected, especially if there's no communication about it, forget it. Like there's just no, I just don't have time for that shit anymore. You know, I really don't. It hurts, but I just won't deal with it. I will, I have, I have too many beautiful people in my life to like let people that don't make me feel good take up space. I just, I'm not doing that. So, you know, I told her, I was like, I mean, obviously communicating is the first step, but if you've even lost interest in doing that, and I fully understand because once you feel weird about someone, sometimes it's like, sometimes you can't go back and that's okay. I think this highlights a larger reminder maybe, which is that some friendships aren't forever. Some friendships aren't built to withstand certain situations. Mixing business and pleasure is tough. But like I said, I personally think if two people value their relationship and want to see it improve, they'd both signal that in some way and yeah i don't know if, if she's all right with the surface level behavior and interaction or if she's okay with these surface level interactions it's just i wouldn't want to deal with it either to be honest and sometimes you just got to mourn what was and accept what is so to speak truthfully i think the lesson here is that mixing business and pleasure communication has to be at the forefront like it just has to be or shit can get so messy and nobody wants that right but also some friendships are not forever another reminder that people are always showing you who they are sometimes we feel like we know somebody because we've spent however long with them however long getting to know them we've seen them in certain situations and then suddenly you're in a completely different environment and you see this completely other side of them and maybe you don't like that other side and that's very real as well it's shitty because you're like fuck no like I really, you know, I had you in this, I had you in this place in my life and now I feel like I have to move you to this other place because it's not, this is not what I thought it was. So I'm sorry you're dealing with that because that must be tough like in the workplace and then also it's like you're mourning like a boss but also a friend. I don't know, it's weird. So I'm sorry you're dealing with that and I feel like my advice was all over the place. I don't even think I gave advice. I think it's just a reminder to you because I feel like when we spoke about it, she seemed pretty checked out, like not really wanting to deal with this anymore which i understand because of how it how it has developed i understand that so it's just a reminder that not every friendship is meant to be forever and that's a sad pill to swallow but it's okay because you know what i always think that when somebody exits our life for whatever reason sometimes people leave our life our lives for good reasons you know we can care about somebody and we can love somebody and still they can be not good for us in a way right that just makes that just leaves more space for new friendships for new relationships and you never know who could walk into your life okay next one she said how to politely decline going on a date with a man 
SOS. And then I asked for more details and she said, I was like, okay, give me more. Like what kind of like man, like who are we dealing with right now? And she said, guys that I'm just not at all interested in asking me on dates, which I'm flattered, but like I said, completely not interested. One being my boss's son, hence why I want to be polite. But I'm recently back on the dating scene and I can't muster up the nerve to tell guys no when I don't want to go on a date with them. Is a quote-unquote thank you but no polite enough and just accept that male ego is fragile and they might get hurt no matter what? I don't want to waste anyone's time, especially not my own. What a queen, right? So I read this and I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to DM her what I think because I don't think I'll include this in the episode because it's so simple, you know, but then the more I thought about it when I went to go answer her, I was like, wait a damn minute. Like, I don't actually even know what I would say. It's a good question, actually, because it's it's layered because how do you let a guy down easily? Like, it really just depends it's so situational but i kind of like love this question and i want to open i want to open it up and i want you to tell me the last time you said no to going on a date with somebody what did you say and how did you say it please tell me because this is so i've been thinking about it for hours and it's just like really interesting to think about because especially with one that you have to maybe potentially interact with on a somewhat daily basis and it made me think right like we worry so much about how men are going to feel when we let them down like how can we maybe even i realize that subconsciously i'm thinking about how can i make sure that i protect his ego from not taking this rejection too hard i don't want to make him feel bad how can i make him comfortable in this situation i'm always thinking about that even if i don't realize it and maybe that's just because i'm a you know a nice bitch but also i think it's like just something inherent that we feel as women right because like we know that no is in fact a full sentence yet it's almost not enough to let a guy down because we feel like we have to be nicer we can't be that cold and i get it i really do like i said i'm a nice bitch okay and if someone is asking you out politely and they're a nice person of course we're gonna be nice back always right so i get it but it just made me think like, damn, it really actually isn't that simple. Like I was, on, I was at dinner um, on Friday night with my mom and this older gentleman asked me out as I was walking out of the bathroom, long story. It's like, the, it's like men and women, the bathrooms are separate, but then the sinks are all combined, right? And so I was washing my hands and that's when we started speaking. Not my type whatsoever, but whatever. We're just like walking out and he asked me out and instead of me being just like, no, thank you right? I felt the need to lie because I was like, oh, like, it's just easier. I don't want to be rude. I don't want him to think I'm mean. It's like, how is saying no mean? What if I just don't want to fucking go out with you? Like, why is that mean? You know what I mean? So I was like, sorry, I have a boyfriend. And he was like, okay, you know, no worries. Have a great night. And it is easier. I will say like lying sometimes with this is easier. But again, what if I just wanted to be like, I'm not interested. And this brings me to another point tangent. I'm sorry, but, and I'm sorry if this sounds mean, but like, please tell me because this has been happening to me the last couple of weeks and i just i laugh about it to myself all the time please tell me why if you're like walking on the street or whatever and some guy's like hey what's up like you know talking to you da 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 whatever can i get your phone or your insta whatever they ask you and you're like no sorry like i'm not interested or whatever the first thing they fucking say 
is, or at least what's been happening to me, the first thing they say is like, oh, of course you have a boyfriend. Oh, you have a boyfriend. Or, oh, you're wifed up. What if it's, what if no? What if I don't? What if I just don't want to go out with you? What if I just wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole? Have you thought about that? What if I'm not the problem? Okay. I'm sorry if that's me, but it's like, isn't that crazy? Like, the confidence we ha- we have to have that kind of confidence that is you know what we keep saying be in your delusional era and the men are listening ladies they are listening okay and i love it i really do i'm just i'm like kidding you know anyway let's go over some like simple verbiage that you can say to let some of these fools down okay also you know i love men when i talk like this i'm not i'm i love men we all know that okay it's just fun i like to be a hater sometimes but i don't mean it so honestly like I think it totally fucking depends like to your boss's son i would i would a hundred percent be like you know i'm really flattered and i think you're great but i just don't think it would be appropriate for us to go on a date like period there's no need to keep going and it's like oh, no, no 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 because if you leave so much so much as a hair where they can like find a loophole he will find it homeboy will find it okay i like to just be like oh my god I'm flattered. Thank you so much. But honestly, no thanks. (laughs) Like, to be honest with you, I'm going to be dead ass honest. And this is why I wanted to include this question. The last couple of times that I've said no to men, I've lied. I think to all of them, I've said I have a boyfriend because it's just easier. You know, it just is. It really is. And I think to myself and I'm like, if I were a man and I were, you know, asking a girl out, and she was like, no, thank you. I'd be like, damn, <laughs> like, fuck, like, that's aggressive. And it shouldn't be. But like, I don't know. I think I might have, I might appreciate the lie. I might appreciate her being like, you know what? I'm getting married. I'd be like, oh, but, you know, like, have a great, have a great life. I don't know. So I guess it just depends on the situation. If it's in person, I think in person, it's a little bit easier to be like, actually, no, I, I'm lying. In person, it's harder to be like, no, thank you and just like stare at them with a straight face unless you're walking away or whatever that's like harder for me you could just be like i'm really flattered but no thank you you know to be totally honest i'm feeling more of a friend vibe between us you can say you aren't looking for a relationship you just want to be friends you have a boyfriend you you can lie basically is what i'm saying you can lie and say you weren't looking for a relationship with him you just want to be friends you don't really want to be friends but that's okay i i do i said that to a guy recently i was like he kept he wasn't getting my i was trying to friend zone him right off the bat because i really did want to be friends and he wasn't getting it and then lastly he was like listen i just really want to know if like you're interested in getting to know me and i was like of course i am i i'm always looking for new friends and then after that he was like oh (laughs) so sometimes you gotta spell it out for them okay you could say you have a boyfriend you can say you don't feel a a romantic connection you can say you just started speaking to somebody new you can say you're not looking to date right now if you're ballsy as fuck you can literally just say i'm really flattered but no thank you i'm really flattered but honestly i'm not interested like that's perfectly fine to say we just i don't know i don't i don't know if i would say it in person because i'm a nice bitch too nice but like that's not being not nice that's being honest so i don't fucking know okay I don't know. So did I help? Probably not. But I want to hear what you guys think about this because I just think it's like funny that we can't just be like, no, (laughs) thank you, but no. Okay, last one. I could just talk to you all day. Um, Last one is, how can I stop taking things so personally? 
Sincerely, a very sensitive bitch. First of all, hi. I love you. Just the way you phrase this feels like something I would say. And I too am a sensitive bitch, okay? Something that's really helped me navigate my sensitivity as it pertains to how I receive other people's actions and words and reactions is understanding that oftentimes people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves, right? So what this means is sometimes or often, you know, people's reaction reactions are a reflection of their like internal growth, internal dialogue of what they've been through, of the growth they've been able to have and reach in their life, of the emotional intelligence, you know, they have, right? And your growth slash healing slash understanding of life and emotions and emotional intelligence, etc., it might be different. It might be more elevated than theirs. You know, so I don't know if that makes sense, but sometimes people are doing the best with what they know and what they have inside. And that sometimes might be a little bit less than what you know. Maybe sometimes it's more than what you know. And maybe that's just because you've been through different things, right? Which is no one's fault, by the way. But I think that always helps me understand people is like, sometimes people can't meet you where you're at, you know, whether it's in a relationship or even in a conversation, whether it's empathizing about something, like sometimes people can't meet you where you're at because they haven't, they have yet to experience that growth, that awareness, that intelligence that you've been able to have right so and it's not their fault right it's just that they're not there yet and so sometimes when people act in certain ways or say certain things or react in some ways that's just a reaction of what they've experienced the growth that they have the knowledge that they have what how they've been taught to handle certain situations and so that really helps me i just take myself out of the equation if that makes sense on the other hand when we feel as though we're taking something incredibly personally and this person actually matters to you because if this is a complete stranger or somebody who you just don't really care about and something they've done or said is really bothering you i don't know i I tend to take out my my scale, my how many fucks do I give about this scale? You know what I mean? And I care about what the people in my life that I love and value think. And that's it, really. Like, I mean, I do care what people think. I'm not going to say I don't. But really, 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 really to take something personally, it happens to me with the people that I value and trust. And that's come with age, I will say, okay? But anyway, if you feel like you're taking something personally from someone you value, then, you know, this is an opportunity to... A, reflect on whether they're reacting with all they know, like are they do are they doing their best sort of thing? B, this is also an opportunity for you to practice emotional resilience. You know, think about what's happening and sometimes if you know the truth about something or you know that this person is definitely not intentionally trying to hurt you or like I said, they're just doing the best with the experiences and knowledge that they have, you can you can practice being emotionally resilient and you you can let it go sometimes it's better to have peace than to be right you know what i mean like sometimes it's not worth it but you you'll know you'll know how much something is bothering you to the point where you'll know if this is something that you want to have a a conversation about or not only you can tell like how hurt your feelings might be right you also have an opportunity to ask for clarity right? So you can ask for clarification about something because you'd be surprised at how much we assume. We fucking love to make assumptions, which is funny because we don't like when people make them about us. So how's that fair? 
you know? So I think often we assume that somebody is maybe directing something towards us, again, in a personal way. And sometimes it's not about us, but we're assuming. So sometimes it's worth asking for a clarification, like, hey, what'd you mean by this? Or, what, you know, what was your intention with this? Or, hey, you know, I think I understood this the wrong way. Or, hey, did I misunderstand this? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's not always about us. And that's such a relief. That's a good thing that it's not always about us. So I hope this helps. I hope that helped. I also want to say don't let your sensitivity go away. Don't don't let the world harden you, please. Because sensitive souls are so beautiful. You know, we just have a lot of feelings. Mean girls, what up? Um, I feel like I've sometimes I've, I, I feel myself and how I've become a little bit hard. And I don't like that. I like how sensitive I am, even though I try to push it down. I, I love my sensitive bitches in my life. I love them so much. Okay, that is all for today. I hope that was helpful. 40 minutes. That's good because I feel like the last episodes have been kind of short. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what hit. Please tell me when was the last time you said no to somebody on a date and how you did it. I want to know, okay? Hit me up. Talk to me. Tell me what resonated from this episode. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.